Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week I have a short podcast for you, but one that's really important, and that's on the topic of selecting images for blog posts. Now, writing blog posts is a very popular project for B2B writers and copywriters. It may not be the highest paying project there is, but it's regular work. Most B2B clients need help with their blogs. They, uh, most B2B clients want to find a writer that can help them manage and work with their blogs and come up with topic ideas and write great blog posts. In fact, I'm writing one today for a client, so it's a popular uh, project. However, it's unique in that increasingly clients want you to also select an image to go with the blog post. Now, if you look at most popular blogs, they usually have an image incorporated with the blog. They have a picture, so they might have a headline and then maybe a big image on top or a bit, or an image integrated into the uh, text, into the body copy. Maybe there's more than one visual, but visuals are very important in blog posts. And the reason they are is that study after study shows that a blog post that contains a relevant, effective image to go with the blog post is going to get higher engagement, higher readership, more shares, more action, okay? Just, it's going to be better. It's going to get better results. There's really no doubt about that. I haven't read a study yet that contradicted that. So that's why clients like to have the writer select an image for the blog post. And in many ways, the writer is in the best position to select an image to go with the blog post because you, as a writer, you wrote the blog post, So who better to know what you want to communicate with the image that you um, suggest to go with your blog post? And that is the first tactic in selecting an image, is that you just don't want to select any image that looks good, that fills up the space, that that is just a good placeholder. Uh, What you want is an image that helps communicate the content in your blog post. In other words, you want an image to work hard. You want an image to communicate what you want to communicate. So when you're picking an image for a blog post, that's the question you want to ask. You want to ask, what do I want to communicate with this image? What is it do I want to communicate? (laughs) Do I want to uh, set the mood You know, do I want to uh, get the prospect in a certain mindset? For example, one of my clients, I wrote a blog on time management for real estate agents. And and I I didn't pick the image the client did, but the client incorporated the picture of a clock, okay, an alarm clock in the blog post. Well, why did they do that? Well, there's an obvious tie-in between time management and an alarm clock. But also that alarm clock sets the moon a mood. It gets the reader into the mindset of thinking about time, thinking about schedules, thinking about deadlines and things they have to get done and things of that nature. So the image gets the reader into the right mindset for the content in the blog. So that's what you want to do when you're trying to find and select images for the blog posts that you write for clients. 
You want to think about finding an image that gets the reader into the right mindset, communicates the right emotions, sets the tone, and you got to decide this in advance before you go looking. You know, uh, there's nothing more agonizing than looking on stock photography sites, stock image sites, on Google Images, and looking around for images, hoping for inspiration, hoping that some image is going to jump out at you. It's much better if you know what you're looking for first. Okay, it's much better if you have an idea of what you want that image to communicate. So, just like that blog post I wrote for on time management for realtors, the client wanted to find an image that uh, communicates time, gets the prospect, the reader, thinking about time. So they picked that very simple alarm clock. They could have picked a lot of other images. But decide in advance what you want to communicate with your image. Okay. Uh, you may want to communicate a mood, uh, a feeling. Uh, images can be very good at communicating feelings, for example. I read a blog post the other day, and it was on, I, it was on the topic, I forget the exact topic, but frustration was one of the key moods in that blog post. And of course, I had a picture of this guy with his hand on his forehead. His eyes are squinting, you know, his... Uh, his lips are curled up. He's frustrated. You know, he's anxious. He's just confused. He's a little overwhelmed. His face was communicating all those emotions. And of course, that was the perfect image for this blog post because it was communicating the emotion that the blog post was talking about. Okay, it's one thing to, to in a blog post to say, hey, do you feel frustrated? But when you show a picture of someone with that frustrated look on their face, well, that helps communicate the message so much better, doesn't it? So that's what you got to be thinking about. You got to be thinking about what is it do I want to communicate? What mood? What emotion? What atmosphere do I want to create? Maybe you want to you want to create an atmosphere with the image in your blog post. If you're writing a blog for a dental office, you might want to pick an image of a of a friendly uh, dental assistant talking to a patient, and it's they're very friendly and they're smiling, and it's a nice, uh, friendly, pain-free environment. You know, you might want to set the tone that way, and that that kind of creates an atmosphere of, of of comfort and professionalism, and you're in the right place, and everybody's friendly. You know that maybe that's what you want to communicate with the image that goes with your blog post. So always be thinking about that. Always be thinking about what kind of mindset feeling, atmosphere you want to create, okay? Um, also, there are a couple of other types of images where you're not necessarily communicating a mood or a feeling or a mindset or an atmosphere, but, but are very important. There's one type of image that I call a show image or a show visual. That's where you're trying to, where you have to show something. So your blog post may be talking about something where you're not trying to communicate a feeling or emotion with your image, but you want to show a picture of something. You may be talking to, your blog post may be about an industrial valve, a new type of industrial valve. So what do you want to do with your image that you pick for that blog post? Well, you want to show a picture of the industrial valve, okay? So sometimes the image you pick needs to, it comes from having to show something. Show a picture of something. Show a picture of a uh, of the product. Show a picture of the service. For example, uh, if you're writing a blog post for a travel destination company, 
you know, travel to Europe, then you might want to show a picture of the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> you know, set the mood and show what, what it is about. Showing what you're writing about can be uh, another strategy for selecting an image. And this often becomes obvious when you're writing the blog post. You're writing the blog post and you realize, you know what, I got to show a picture of this or the reader may not understand it. Or the reader's going to demand, I want to see a picture of it. Okay, so think about that when you're writing your blog post and then select an image where you need to show something. These are sometimes the easiest images to find. They're less conceptual than trying to find an image that conveys an emotion or an idea or a concept or an atmosphere. But, um, you know, look for clues in your blog copy and pick an image that shows what you are writing about, shows a picture of what you are writing about. Okay. And I come into another, another type of visual. I've come into this a few times where the client has an um, infographic or a really cool picture of an event or something like that, the, crisp, the company Christmas party or something like that, and they want to use it on their blog. Okay, uh, That's a kind of strange situation because sometimes you can write a blog post that comes from the image. So the client gives you this kind of great picture. Oh, here's an infographic we use, and everybody liked it. It was got lots of shares on social media. Let's use that in a blog post. Or they might have uh, some new pictures of their products, or they got a uh, you know uh, some new staff members in, or there's an event that they did, or something like that. You can say, yeah, it's a great picture. Let's create a blog post around that picture, and then the picture becomes the uh, impetus for the content for the blog post. A little weird, kind of happens backwards there, but be prepared. Sometimes that happens as well. So those are some uh, tips for picking images for your blog post. Uh, and it takes some of the guesswork away from it. For goodness sakes, if I could leave you with a couple things, never pick an image just to fill a spot in a blog post. Don't just uh, pick any image that you think looks good. Be purposeful about it. Decide in advance what you want that image to communicate and then look for that image when you're looking for images. So that's this week's B2B uh, writing success. I hope you found it helpful. And as a reminder, don't forget you can subscribe to past episodes of B2B writing success on iTunes. There's, uh, I think, nearly 200 previous episodes of this podcast available. All Lots of great information for you for your B2B writing or copywriting business. Or you can go to b2bwritingsuccess.com and you can listen to all the past episodes right there as well. So I'm Steve Slomite. Have a great week and I look forward to chatting with you next week. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slomite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.